guys, it's Jen. And I'm Kel. And welcome back to the Book Binge Podcast, a podcast where one of your hosts is always sick. <laughs> yeah, it's not me this time, guys, though. It's lovely Jennifer. It is. <laughs> I am actually currently sitting here with an ice pack on my head. I look like those people who just got their wisdom teeth pulled out, but it's just to help with my headache that I have. I caught a cold. I had a cold before I went on my little spring break trip that I went with my friends. And then two of my friends, I got over that cold before the spring break trip. And then I went on spring break and two of the girls had like that same cold I had. And then I was like, I was like, okay, I think I'm in the clear. Cause like, yeah, we're in the same car together, but like, I'm not going to drink any other drinks. I'm going to like, mm-hmm. I've already had this once. So I should be fine. And then I got home and then I got sick and I'm so mad about it. Because I have a half marathon that I'm running in exactly, like, a week. So, for this week, my body is a temple. Like, there is nothing that goes into it that is bad. (laughs) I am not going out to social settings. I am not going to bars. I am not... I'm not going anywhere where there's too many people except work. And even at work, I'm going to, like, be staying away from people. Honestly, I might go back to wearing masks just in, like, fucking daily public. I'm like, I really just cannot afford for this to get worse because I'm not backing out of my marriage. I don't think I can back out even if I wanted to. And let me tell you, to run 13 miles, it costs a lot of money. Those people rob you. (laughs) You can back out of it still. You don't have to show up. They're not going to arrest you for it. Do you know how much money I spent? It's so expensive to run a half marathon. I'm I'm not going to just throw that away. I'm aware. Not that I do them, but I do know how much it costs. So that's that's my thing. I'm thriving apparently compared to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I have things I I want to talk about. what i have things i want to talk about Um, (laughs) you were like okay back to me (laughs) what do you do you have something you would like to say i don't know i did really well on the chemistry test but i don't know if i told you guys about i don't think you told me about that even oh and my calc test oh yeah we got smarticles on our hand that's why we skipped last week is because I was very stressed. In fact, I had two tests and I really, really needed to study. And it was worth it because I did really good. Um, So thank you for Everybody the skip go week. give her some love. Yeah. Um, you may see that again sometime soon because I have one more l- month left of school. <laughs> I can't wait. One month. So anyways. Yeah, you've been waiting to tell me something. So yeah, me. <laughs> I've, been, I've been keeping a little list of things I want to talk to Kel about. Apparently, which, I need to keep a list. Oh, God. One yes. of which is uh, back to F1. F1 TikTok <laughs> is really fucking with me. Because I have now crossed the line from, like, normal F1 TikTok into, like, F1 TikTok. Like, do you remember, like, One Direction Imagines from, like, Tumblr? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, that shit. It's, like, people making these, like, fanfic, like, kind of, like, premises about F1. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, my God. I need to read How did this. I get here? How did I get here? But also, I need to read this. So <laughs> Where's like, that? Send the link. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm watching these, and I'm, like, oh, I need to read the Dirty Air series again. 
like mm-hmm. I've only read the first one, but I'm like mm-hmm. I need to read more of it because I just I'm like these TikToks are having like a grasp and a hold on me. They're just too good. I don't know what to do. And I'm just like, can you guys can you guys please <laughs> stop making these like plot summaries? But then not actually giving us the story. Secondly, yeah. can you just change the names, please? And then make this a real story. So, Because I really do not want to read fanfic about real human beings. But, like, yeah. there was one that was, like... It was, like, she was the first girl on the grid in so many years. But she was scared of being there because, like, her grandfather and her dad died from a crash in F1. But she wanted to race in their theory. And she's, like, racing to compete for her uh, first World Cup like championship but he's racing for his third and he's not gonna let her stop him and i was like that's a good story stop you're making me miss fan fiction and then there was like another one that was like that was like she was in the paddock room like having a panic Uh attack and like he went running to her after he heard about it something like that i'm like these are good stories. I want to be reading this. Except I don't want to be reading them about, like, real people. So can you just, like, change the names, keep the story, keep the drama, and make it into a real book, please? Which is I'm, why I'm thinking I'm sh- I need to go back to reading the Dirty Air series. Yeah, I feel like you should read the Dirty Air series Yeah, again, Or mm-hmm. the rest of it. Yeah, these TikTok editors, they're they're getting a little too good at their jobs. Man i i'm a little jealous not gonna lie i i kind of (laughs) want i would love to go down a rabbit hole of fan edits of anything honestly at this point i finally started using the so now you can like make favorites and like organize tiktoks by folders and stuff and i just didn't do that for a long time but i finally started one started using them and i made one for my last of us edits and i think i have over 150 edits in there Oh my god. Um, I was also watching an episode last night. Give me one second. I'm gonna open TikTok so I might make some sound. I wanna get the okay. exact number. Okay, never mind. So I was watching an episode of The Last of Us last night. Just and... rewatching it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. comfort show. Yeah, that's a great comfort show. 157 Last of Us edits. Um, side note, I did indeed send one of them to my dad with the with no, a you comment didn't. yeah i sent one to my dad and i said these last of us editors are going to send me to therapy he didn't reply it's okay <laughs> oh i thought you sent the one of that you sent me oh no okay which one did i send you you sent the one that was like i should send this to my dad as a joke and i was like oh no <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it, it was not a joke i mean it was a joke but it was it was, it was, it was a anyway it a joke um <laughs> I was, uh, because I'm sick, I decided to do a COVID test at home. I don't have uh-huh. COVID. I'll just put that out there. No COVID. Good job. Anyways, I was like... <laughs> I like that you said that now instead of when you were talking about when you were sick. <laughs> it ties into the story. <laughs> uh, anyways, if you haven't watched The Last of Us, this is a spoiler for, I think it's episode seven. I know the episode name is called Kid. It's the one where they're in Jackson, Wyoming um oh that's episode seven seven cool or episode I think six it, i think it is seven it's six 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 okay. seven well nine was the matter. last one eight was the phenomenal one seven was the backstory the... so it is six yeah i was like i think it's six okay 
So, episode six, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's literally my entire personality right now. I think all my friends skip, hate me. Skip about a minute and a half if you haven't seen it and don't want spoilers. Continue. Yeah. Uh, it was at the point where they were doing, like, the fight, you know, like, the big fight. And yes, I was, like, not I watching the TV at that point. I was, like, doing my COVID test, and I was, like, bent over, like, doing the drippy drop things. Mm-hmm. And I just started saying Bella's line word for word. I just started reciting it entirely. And I kind of, like, looked up, and I was like, why do I know that? Why was that just, like, in my brain already? <laughs> I was like, I... watched so many fan edits. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I, I kind of knew that word for word, and I did not expect to. <laughs> like, I knew, like how to hit the notes and everything like i knew the exact oh. cannotation speaking of bella uh, <laughs> you are just on a i love you, you i have a lot like, to talk about um i watched you can her. text me right <laughs> i watched her short store her short that she was in that's like the pilgrimage one uh-huh. i told you a little about that this one long hair i thought i washed her out made me wonder if i should cut my hair i'm not going to <laughs> got it uh-huh <laughs> she had acne in it which was like totally uh-huh. fine it was like very very minimal acne but it just got me thinking do you think pilgrims had acne i just feel like <laughs> acne didn't exist until like the 80s <laughs> <laughs> no i think they had acne why I think, what do you mean why I don't know, I just feel like acne didn't exist until the 80s. Like, look at all the photos we have from back then. No one has acne. Do you know, like... Okay, actually... (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I'm sure there was acne. However, like, there's science behind it. The science means, like, if your face is dirty, you'll have acne. But they had less pollution in the air. Hold on. When did acne start? Become common. There we go. I bet it doesn't say the 1800. Anyways, while Kelly looks that up, I think the short is called Requiem. Beautiful. Amazing. It's a queer little short about pilgrims. The term acne, the science name, the medical name, uh, was first used um, in 1840. Oh, fuck that. Pilgrim didn't have acne. I'm calling it now. (laughs) Um, anyways, it's a beautiful story. Loved it. But I love anything that Bella's in, and I love anything that have queerness in it. There's passages that met- mentions this, dating it from the First Dynasty, a.k.a. 340 B.C. 3,400 B.C., sorry. Okay. It Therefore, just, like, doesn't feel real to me, but okay, I'll believe it. It got, has gotten worse over the years, I'm sure, because of pollution and stuff, but, like, hormones have always been a thing, and hormonal acne. So that's it. That's what I had to talk to you about. I, I don't know if I've had, like, time to think of anything to talk to you about, <laughs> so sorry I've been, to I, I haven't been doing a lot of work recently. Oh, I will say one last thing. Uh, I told my boss I have a podcast. It, like, came out. Like, I'm really bad around authority, and I was having dinner <laughs> with him, just like me and him, and he asked me what I do in my free time, and I felt, I was like, well, I read, and he was like, is that it? Do you do anything else? And I was like, I'm like, there are other things I do, but, like, I can't say them without exposing myself, and I was like, yeah. run, and he was like, 
And I was like, I have a podcast. <laughs> and he was like, he looked at me kind of weird. And I was like, I'm not going to tell you the name of it, though. And he was like, no, that's fine. Like, what you do on your own time, that's you. I don't care. <laughs> and I was like, so, okay. That happens, like, way too often with patients of mine. Because um, they're like, what do you like? What do you do for your free time? I'm like, I'm read. And then, like, one of my coworkers or something will be like, she has a podcast about reading. And they're like, oh, what's the podcast name? I'm like, find it and you can you can listen. And they're like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not telling you the name. I'm not telling you other than the fact that it's reading. But if you can find it, you can listen. <laughs> <laughs> However, that's all you get. And and all my coworkers have stayed true, not telling them the title of it. So, which is pretty nice. They mm-hmm. do out me on having the podcast, and I hate yeah. it because they're like. <laughs> You have a podcast? Do, do you make money? Are you popular? And I'm like, no. One day. It's manifestation. Fun. Yeah, one day. But for now, um, thank you to everyone that listens. We love you so much. So this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are we doing? <clears throat> uh, we didn't tell them what we're doing this week. Except no. you can read the title of the episode, which has the book that we're doing. So yeah. never mind. <laughs> so this week, we the book is actually something that Kelly and I both read this week for the first wow. time. Wow. I know, right? When are we Shocking. on the same page? And it's of a series. <laughs> and also, we... we were on the same page. We didn't pick this. People on our you Instagram picked it for us. <laughs> yeah, um, but we did both read the first two books in the series, mm-hmm. and I read the fourth one. I did not. So, I and don't I will know be talking will. about the fourth one. It's the Twisted series, and we read the third book, The Twisted Hate. Twisted Hate. Yes. Who is it by again? Um, Anna Hung. It, the Twisted Hate Enemies with the Benefits Romance, uh, ew, I hate it, um, is a Anna Hung um, book. And mm-hmm. So this is one of those books where it's the third in a series, and it's but it's like a friend group, and each friend group gets like a new person, and they start dating, and you yeah. can like kind of, you can like read this book without reading the first two, but if you read this book, it'll spoil like certain things about the first two but at the same time like it's a romance book so really is it a spoiler that you find out who ends up with who no yeah no you're getting dual perspective in the book obviously the dual perspectives are who are gonna end up together so really if you want to just skip ahead to the third book honestly no okay i don't think the third book is better than the first two i don't like i liked it for a while but then i I will tell you my opinions on it later in a second however um i was gonna say something oh um we're gonna spoil the heck out of this whole entire series probably um including this book probably the first two and the fourth book just so you know so i'm gonna jump in and just give a really quick recap of the plot look at the end of the day this is a romance book okay the plot is they get together honestly yeah that's kind of it so if i'm very skimped on it i'm so sorry we're gonna talk more so about the things we like and dislike about this book but here's a really quick plot summer we have our main two characters jules and josh jules is the best friend of the main character we meet in the first book ava and josh is the big brother of the main character we meet in the first book ava they hate each other. They just despise each other. They're so mean. So much. They don't like each other. They're so annoying. <laughs> Josh just thinks Ava is like a pretty girl. Or wait, sorry, not Ava. That's her sister. <laughs> Josh just thinks Jules is like this pretty girl who like is just partying herself, partying, like calls her Jessica Rabbit because she has red hair and a curvaceous body. Um, and Ugh. then... Jules hates Josh because she thinks he's egotistical and conceited and all these other things, which honestly, 
he, he is. is. <laughs> so yeah. Jules is not wrong. But Jules is a, a law student, like, just entering her last semester, about to, like, graduate, take her bar exam. Josh is a resident ER doctor. Uh, Jules starts working at this health clinic as a lawyer. Josh is a volunteer there. They decide, hey, let's make a truce so that work isn't fucking awful. And then Mm -hmm. that truce slowly develops into other stuff. And then they're like, wow, there's some, like, tension here between us. Like, do you feel it? Because I feel it. And then eventually they give into the tension. And then they're like, wow, that was the best sex I've ever had. Like, Mm -hmm. hate sex is great. And then they're like, why don't we develop this truce into, like, a friends with benefit but not friends. A not friends but with benefits, I think, or something like that is what they call it. Essentially, they're just like, no falling in love. No sleeping over, no conversations, no cuddling, just sex. Yeah, bus, the, like friendship bus, benefits rules. Another bus, no sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they entered that, and while all this is happening, Josh is being kind of a pissy boy because he's like, "Uh, so many people in my life around me has faced trauma, and that makes me feel like I've faced trauma." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. Sir, no, you haven't. And then Jewel is like, I've actually faced trauma. Like, I was kicked out of my family <laughs> home. I was used and abused for sex a lot. And there's this sex tape floating around with me. And, oh, my God, my ex-boyfriend who used and abused me for sex is blackmailing me. me and came back into my life. So then, like, Jewel has all this stress on her. And as she starts kind of, like, dating Josh but not dating Josh, they, like, go through all this shit. And she's, like, trying to keep this all secret from Josh because she's, like, oh, he's just finally starting to like me. If he finds out what kind of person I used to be and that I used to, like, steal from people and do all this stuff, he's going to find out I am a bad person like he thought all along. So she keeps it a secret from him the whole time. And then her mom dies. And then she has to go back to Ohio where she's from. And then Josh comes with her. And and then that's when Josh is like, we should be a real couple. I just don't want to be away from you. And she's like, that's so sweet. Let's do it. This whole time, they still haven't told Ava or like Alex. They haven't told anyone. The kicker is Ava, who's Josh's little sister, She's dating a guy named Alex, who is Josh's best friend. It. So, no, like, it's his ex-best friend, and ex-best they're rekindling friend. his friend. Yeah, their so they're rekindling their friend. It's complicated. We'll get into it. Um, <laughs> but they come back. Jules' ex-boyfriend, who's blackmailing her, finally says, here's what I want you to do. And it's steal this photo, this painting, from Josh's apartment, because apparently it's really expensive, and he doesn't know about it. I cannot wait to tell you about this um, painting. <laughs> in the fourth book (laughs) and then so she does it she like manages to like steal it make it look like a break-in get it to max her ex-boyfriend then she manages to get help from this other guy to like get it back from max and to like hack into max's computer to erase her sex tape so that it's not an issue anymore yeah and then she goes and returns the painting to josh and tries to tell josh like everything that happened and confess and he's a bitch about it breaks up with her she ends up getting attacked by josh and then josh or not josh she she ends up getting attacked by max and then ends up going into the er who where josh ends up being her doctor and then josh is like wow (laughs) i still care about her and then they end up getting together again in the end and josh realizes that he was kind of a dick without ever admitting that he was a dick i just want to say that was good good job 
however, you said, this is going to be probably quick. (laughs) 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 And then you, that's the whole story, guys. Uh, Literally, that was it. All right, that's the end of the podcast. Have a great day, guys. 20 minutes, nice and done. See you you next week. Bye. (laughs) Can I start out saying, I, we both read this, the first two books, like, a year ago, maybe. It was last year sometime, yeah, I think. Yeah, like early January 2021. And I tried to read this book, the Twisted Hate one, the third one, in the whole time. I was like, fuck Josh. He is so annoying. Like, I Josh read the had first me two for, like, books. The tiniest, for the tiniest bit in the middle, he had me, and then he lost me again. He, okay, his point of view, and then Jules's point of view of him, made me like him. But the first two books, not oh, I hated seeing, him. like, seeing the outside perspective and that's why i didn't read this book after in the, the first two. book he's so annoying yeah this is why i didn't read this book right after i read the first two yeah. in the first place i he does some really great things though um but i, I don't like say him the, the pacing of this book is better than what i remember the pacing of the second book being i the second book was slow yeah this, but like, the first I don't know, one was good. I don't know if it's just because, like, I was reading it for this, so I knew I had to get it done by a certain time. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I was able to get through this book a lot quicker. It starts out pretty quick. Like, they yeah. they There's go like through a lot their of whole, like, truce things very early. Like, I think it's almost before the 100 pages. At page 82 is when we get the one bed trope. And it's a ski trip for Ava's birthday. And that's pretty much when they decide to... The sexual tension is quite there. I I have a lot of quotes that I just, like, was like, why did you say this? Such as, Josh said this. Me thinks the lady doth protest too much. Why? What? Why did you say that? (laughs) It was, like, during the ski lesson or something on the slopes. But he legit goes, me thinks the lady doth protest protest too much and i said mm-hmm. he thinks you shouldn't talk like this okay speaking of the ski slope so this is like uh one of the first things that happens they oh yeah do they do the truce before or after the ski trip i don't know i think they were both like okay we'll do this for ava because the ski trip was for ava's birthday yeah they're like we'll do this for her but then they like had the truce truce after okay so they go on this ski trip and this is like the first time they like we actually see them, like, with chemistry, like, actually kind of yeah. a little bit cute. But it's, like, the most, like, basic thing. Like, they go on a ski trip, and first, like, the hotel messes up, and they don't have a three-bedroom hotel or whatever. It's a two-bedroom. And then it's supposed to be two-bedroom with one master and then one bedroom that has, like, two doubles or something. And then it ends up only being one bed. Yeah. Da, da, da. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Jules Ava. doesn't Jules. know how to ski that yeah. well so josh decides to teach her uh, she ends up going back to a hotel be- and then she gets hit with her period and apparently her period is like <sighs> she has endometriosis and i guess i i don't know they never confirm exactly what it is she has she is endometriosis uh, i'm pretty sure and like don't get me wrong obviously i feel awful for people in real life who have that it was the most pointless thing in this book. It was literally I hated how it time. was used. It yeah, was they, used like, so badly. She's, like, going... We see her perspective, and then she's, like, going back to the hotel room, and she's like, oh, no, it shouldn't happen. Not yet. It's too early. And then, like, the chapter just ends, and I'm like, what's happening? 
And then her period. Period. I was like, this is so stupid. And he works his magic on her, and uh, I didn't like it. It was use. It was it. Did it move the plot along? Yes. Was it really necessary? No. Was mm-hmm. the whole like? I didn't like the first forty percent of this book. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It was just like stupid, to be quite honest. I have a prediction from page one sixty one hundred sixty three. My prediction, by the way is enemies to friendly to hate fuck to friends of benefits to feelings to enemies to actual relationship which i think (laughs) is pretty accurate yeah (laughs) (laughs) i Um, realized that i did not remember a lot of the first book because i had so many notes in here that were like i was like there was a falling out between them what happened and then i was like well yeah because Ava's like, dad tried to kill ava and josh okay, didn't yeah, know so about it and me... then alex knew about it and alex was sabotaging the friendship there's a whole thing yeah. so let it me talk a... about this thing where i said like um josh's um acts like he has trauma when he loki doesn't he's just everyone around him has such bad trauma and he's mm-hmm. just like i do by association he's like an adrenaline junkie um, mm-hmm. I don't know where I have this highlighted, so I'm going to paraphrase it probably a bit, but he's an adrenaline junkie, and he talks about how he wanted to be an ER doctor because he's like, there's always something happening, there's always chaos, and he was like, I've lived my life so close to death always that, like, it's like a familiar friend to me. I'm like, sir, you're not the one, and he, like, starts listing all these things, and he's like, Ava's drowning, my mom's overdose, I'm like, yeah, Ava's drowning, your mom's overdose. Ava's second attempt of murder from her uh, dad her when he dad. tried when he tried to like smother her or something with a pillow. Yeah, Ava in the first book when she got kidnapped. Like, yeah, your sister only- has trauma. You just know people who went through traumatic things. And don't get me wrong. Yes, that's still awful for your close family members to have gone through these things and for you to have to sit there and have witnessed it all. Yeah, but he this man really acts like these traumas like, are his. And then the only thing that like he, I guess, would have trauma over is the one person he trusted the most, which is Alex, Ava's boyfriend, um, and like loves dearly and is his best friend and like practically his brother. Legit, I don't remember why he betrayed him, but he was betraying them. He he became friends with. It was over, like, a whole lie. Like, their friendship started out as a lie, and then it, when it came to reveal, that's, like, the only yeah. traumatic so it was thing. Alex became friends with him because he thought that um, Josh and Ava's dad was who killed his his dad and mom. Oh, my God. Uh, and what happens siblings. in this books? But it turned out that it was actually his uncle who raised him is who killed his family because yeah. his uncle wanted, like, the family money or something. Mm-hmm. And that was what happened. So Alex became friends with Josh to get close to their dad and, like, try to figure out this mystery. But yeah, I'm like, Josh, I get it. It it really sucks and it hurts. But your best friend watched his entire family get shot and murdered in front of yeah. him. Your sister was attempted murder by your father. He then had to kill your... Or not kill, had to, like, hurt kill his uncle when he kidnapped your sister or something like that and i'm like i get it you're upset that he didn't tell you but i think if ava can forgive him i think you should be able to as well personally also and everyone in this books agrees yeah also the men in these books except for like 
I think Reese, Rise, Reese is like shockingly the normal one out of all of them. Um, oh, I but, was thinking about this. I was like, Jewel really got the short end of the motherfucking stick in these series. Right? She has like a normal ass man. Ava, married to a billionaire with a B, he would like to remind you as he keeps saying yeah. in this book. Um, Bridget, I mean, she's a queen, so she's kind of like the rich one in the relationship. But her man was like a Navy SEAL, like the best in the line of sick security like he was like pretty fucking cool and badass himself and then and then christian harper is literally rich boss yeah and a billionaire and friends with alex like yeah that too it's a whole thing josh (laughs) josh that man was riddled with med school loans until he sold this motherfucking painting at the end and even then he says that he even says like he sold it he was like he was like it's not enough money to retire on, but it was enough to, like, pay my student loans and take Jules on some nice dates. And I was like, please, you bitches really got the short end up the stick. I need to tell you this. So, the painting. So, so we're talking about Jules... the fourth book now. We're, we're talking about the third book first, oh, real okay. quick. So, he has a painting in his bedroom. She gets blackmailed by her ex-boyfriend. She has to steal the painting. The reason she stole the painting is because the ex-boyfriend, was, it's, like, supposed to be this, like, super expensive like it's it's supposed to be a lot got, of money, like sold on accident at an estate sale yeah. for cheap which is how josh got it yeah it's supposed to be like this big art piece and all this stuff and so josh ends up selling it when he gets it back for a bunch of money you want you want to know what the painting is not fucking by a real artist by the way it's not a real artist it is a piece of shit the first the fourth book they talk about how ugly this piece of art is and the only reason they bought it is christian harper who is even scarier than alex which says something um <laughs> sorry i read one of my notes and i was i guess he calls her sweetheart at 323 and my note says it might be the cold talking but i could cry <laughs> <laughs> no there's one that said oh stop the yearning i feel this <laughs> um but I have okay, one I was like, someone want, I want some. Wait, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. But I see that there's, there's like a, another one. I was like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna finish eating. Then you're gonna going to take a shower while I look up flights, hotel, and funeral homes. Once we nail those things down, we can focus on the detail. And I was like, I want someone that will take care of me like this. <laughs> no, 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 because he goes. Okay, we'll go back to the painting at some point. I guess. Um, I was trying to look for my notes, and then I just found these funny ones. I'm so sorry. Um. She, he, like, she wakes up the next morning or something, and it's a note with step-by-step instructions on what to do next, because he Mm -hmm. looked at funeral arrangements for her. And I was like, this is my love language. This is my love language. This is my love language. Uh, Okay. Back to the notes. Um, Or the painting. No. So, the art painting, Jen, um, is Christian Harper's mom. It's a whole thing. His parents are art thieves like famous world famous they didn't know they were like who they were or anything but she really loved art and she wanted to make art and she made this painting and then she killed herself um and so he has like a weird attachment to it and then it got like he purposely made it get fake papers so it was like protected because he wanted it protected but everyone was like why the fuck are you protecting this ugly piece of shit so he had fake papers made about how famous and rare and all this stuff and that's why so it's not actually it's not actually even a 
important. Nope. It's, nope. Well, he just has a sentiment of value to it. And then I'm pretty sure he burns it at the end of the fourth book. For good reason. But I'm like, bro, you paid off Josh's literal medical debts because you wanted this painting back. And he wasn't even the one that bought it. He made his partner buy it. Sorry, I have so many, like, funny notes, but they're, like, so, like, scramble and doesn't matter. Like, I have one where it was, like, when Alex, or not Alex, God, when Max messages her and he was, like, Max, we need to talk. I was, like, he's pregnant. Wait, he's a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I want to talk about this scene. Um, and it's when, we're just skipping all over the place with this, I guess. Um, it's when she finally comes clean about the fact that she stole from him. Mm-hmm. She stole from Josh and felt guilty that she stole from Josh. And she gets, it was, it was lovely Christian Harper yet again, who saved the day. He was the yeah. reason why she got, yeah, if you're wondering. Yeah. He makes a lot Dude, of Dude, as soon as she went up book. to like ask him for help and he was like, he was like, Ooh, no one else yeah. with you? I was like, oh, that's the love interest for the next book. You know what makes me so mad is because she goes, I'll do, like, they make a deal. He's like, I'll give you, Christian's like, I'll give you a favor if you give me a favor. He, you would think that favor would come in handy in the fourth book. Not once. I, I was assume mad the about favor, it. I assume the favor was just going to straight up be like, get Stella to go on a date with me. Yeah. I, I didn't care what it was at this point. I was like, I want the favor to be returned. No, it never does. No. I was really upset about it. But um, when they... She gets, like, the sex tape cleared out and all this stuff. She feels guilty and decides to tell Josh that she's the one that, like, broke into her his house and all these things. So she goes and tells him. And, like, he... He's I a can't... bitch. I hate him. This is what really he... nailed the, like, the last nail in the coffin for me. That was, so like, I hate this she, man. She feels so bad about it. And he was like, okay, I forgive you. And she's like, you do, like, all this stuff. And, like, he is, I think we get his point of view at some point. This whole thing is his point of view, I'm pretty sure. Okay, it was like, he's angry. Like, he is, he's very mad. And they have very questionable sex. Like, they have some sexual interactions that are. Let's just preface that although we don't actually hear what it is that Jules says, because, like, they skip over that, we can heavily infer that she has mentioned how much she has been used for sex in the past and how much, like, she has issues with that because, like, her ex and, her, like, even her stepfather have all, like, just looked at her as, like, a piece of meat, essentially, and used of her as, like, something that her body can be used for and has said really hateful things in that term. Yeah, well, they have sex, and it is filthy and rough and questionable like i said um and then afterwards after he 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 does these things and they they do these things i say they 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 both were there he goes how he's like i don't i don't forgive you and he goes how does it feel to be lied to jules and then Mm -hmm. kicks her out of the house and just like leave get out and yeah bro you did not just like truly truly hate fucker and then Straight up to say, no, I lied to you. I don't forgive you. Um, And how does that feel to be lied to? And then she gave him back. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you I wouldn't what? have. He's, he's the worst one. And the other There's like a one point stuff. after that where she was like, um, I want to forget or I want to like apologize to him or I feel like I haven't apologized enough. And I was like, girl, you're not the one that needs to apologize at this point. He is. Like, and he's I- such an awful human for doing this. 
the king alex himself i love him he honestly is the best side character in all of these he's fantastic but alex and josh are talking about it and out he's like well she told you didn't she you didn't find out about this later she ended up she went to you and she told you and josh is like yeah and he goes and how did you react to that yeah not knowing like, like what, what actually happened what a king and he's like how did you react to that like which she went to you knowing that like you could have reacted badly and how did you react and josh yeah. was just like yeah alex really is fucking bad really bad yeah, yeah exactly alex is essentially like well, it sounds like she never told you because she was scared that you would react badly. And, well... And sure she he did. It sounded like you reacted badly. So was she really... Because Josh's whole thing was like, when he said, like, I lied to you, he was like, how could you think of me? Like, I thought you, like, thought of me as a better person now and you would know I wouldn't, like, judge you like this and stuff. But Alex was like, you essentially did judge her still. So, yeah. yeah, it was a bitch-ass move. I hated it. Um, One thing I kept thinking about during this book, uh-huh. in regards to, like, uh, Jules and her past, I was like, can you, like, actually, like, imagine putting yourself in her shoes? Like, could you imagine actually, like, walking through life knowing, like, I've committed, like, grand theft larcery yeah. or whatever it's called like i have a random sex tape floating around on the internet like could you imagine actually walking through life and ima- like thinking of that stuff no especially because she wants to be a lawyer yeah i'm like i crazier i don't know how i could survive if i had like worse things out and about um so one thing got? that did happen that i love doing when i read shitty romance romance so around 400 before jewel comes over josh like just came home from work and he takes a shower and then he gets into bed to go sleep and then the the doorbell rings which he gets up to go answer it says i was already half asleep by the time i finished my shower but the sound of the doorbell jolted me awake i threw on a pair of sweatpants and answered the door then, like, five pages later, I was straining against my zipper, hard and angry. I was like, sir, what zipper? What zipper? You have sweatpants on. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I love it when I catch, like, incorrect things like this in books. I'm like, ha ha! I got it! I got you! <laughs> I don't read enough, like, better, like that closely to know. <laughs> oh my god. He does try to kill Max, well, okay, he doesn't Not mean really. to, try to kill Max. He like kind of just goes into the He's the an angry only haze. one that doesn't kill people. He's the only male in this whole yeah, series. Yeah, and he's like I'm a doctor that goes against my beliefs. Can I tell you something? Yeah. About the fourth book. Yeah, go for it. So, the plot, you know the plot. It's the stalking one. Yeah, I know it's the so the fourth roommate is like a influencer kind of girl and she gets yeah. stalked um yeah so she gets stalked and her and christian become a thing more or less they have a fake dating Ooh, it's a fake dating one and she needs to like more instagram followers and he needs like someone to go on like galas with and stuff so they start fake dating it's cute i love a good fake dating anyways um this is like later on in their relationship this is probably three-fourths in the way of the book i don't know if they're together or not but they're at a gala and she like her stalkers stalker is like very active in this moment so she goes to the bathroom by herself and she gets like 
she's like pe- someone's staring at me so you're sitting there like oh my god is there soccer there like all this stuff like she's like i feel like eyes are on me and she just like gets groped by some random dude in the hallway and so she tells christian about it um because I, I think they are dating at this point and he's like oh who who is it and so she points the dude out they go home they have sex the next day he goes to a warehouse i think a warehouse or somewhere and his his second best had gotten the dude and has him tied up and i'm like okay okay <laughs> he kills this random man because he groped his girlfriend in public he goes why would you touch her and he stabs his hand and he goes you're lucky i'm in a good mood and he goes actually i'm not in a good mood and then just <laughs> shoots him in the head i and know I was like all these girls are just they're they're in like they're mafia wives except for yeah. josh and jules they have yeah. their normal you know they have like the american good wealth of like money like one's a lawyer and one's a doctor the other two are just straight up like oh we married into mafias so alex and christian are friends they don't know that they're friends no one knows that they're friends they play chess monthly with each other at this like private club and they have a whole cute little thing going and josh is like angry about it josh is like since when did you get other friends and alex is and christian's like huh yeah, I'm this friend, fucker. <laughs> He's like, I've been this friend for five years. And they're all like, five years? Where did he come from? <laughs> Does Ava even know? No! <laughs> However, I they guess, do all, I guess they that's all fair enough. I was going to say, that's Stella. fair enough, because like, when... So, just to backtrack super quick. When yeah. Josh beats up Max for pushing Jules down the stairs after she showed up at her ER at his er he asks alex to help him get max so that he can beat him up and then he's like going in on max and being like this is for what you did to jules don't fucking ever touch her again and then after they're all done and max is like just slumped in the chair unconscious alex is like so jules (laughs) and they like kind (laughs) of talked about it and then he's like you can't tell ava about it though and he was like i won't say anything if she doesn't ask me but if she asks me I won't lie to her. So I guess Ava just never asked about Christian, so he never (laughs) said anything. Well, they all, like, know things. And then Reese was his body, like, his private bodyguard or some shit like that. So they're all like, yeah, he's a psychopath, Stella. Like, you should stay away from him. And the the first two boys were already fucking Was Alex saying he's a psychopath? Because that's a lot. Alex is like, are you sure... Are you sure? Would you Do say he's worse than Alex or better? Um, uh, I don't know. Alex followed her around for a year, technically. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so they, the whole, like, third act breakup with them is, like, he, she finds something in his desk. Like, he's a, he's a security, like, he owns a really big private security company. And so, like, he's all private and fucking doesn't talk and whatever you know that shit mm-hmm. but she is in his office watering his plants because they live together and uh, yeah it's because of the stalker okay it's the stalker does she just, just move concerned. into the penthouse yeah um but she's watering his plants and accidentally like opens up a drawer and finds a file not a file she finds a binder about her with everything about her like everything 
like stalker level everything and and stella's like yo what the fuck well okay first off she leaves a note on she leaves it out on his desk and puts a note and goes i will be back and then takes her shit and leaves and goes to Ayo and Alex's. And Christian fucking loses his shit and runs there. And Alex is like, get the fuck away. He's like, no, you pissed off Stella. Get away. He's um, like, I'll see you for chess, but you're not allowed here. <laughs> yeah, he's like, not here. And Aver's honestly the one that's more mad. And then him and Stella talk about it. And she's like, are you my stalker? And he's like, no. And she goes, why do you have that? And he goes, I've just followed you for like, a little bit and i'm like i'm sorry what he didn't meet her like a year and a half ago or whatever he met her five years ago (laughs) he saw her he saw her five years ago she got mugged on the street while he was having coffee i guess and she the it was like a a little boy not a little boy like a teenager is it like uh because i know like jewel mentions um that Stella has had problems with stalking in the past. Yes, so the same stalker in the series is that stalker, but oh, okay. this this is, like, a different thing. But she has problems with people going into her, like, you know, her yeah. whole entire life. And so, five years ago, I guess, she gets robbed on the street by some teenager, finds out that the boy's, like, super broke and, like, starving, and just gives him cash. Like, even though he literally just robbed from her, she's like, you need it more than I do. And, Al- or not Alex, um, Christian just sat there and watched the whole interaction. He, she dropped her ring, he kept her ring, and then stalked her. Not stalked her, but, like, he found out everything he could about her. Because <laughs> he's like, who is this person? And he heard her give her a name to the police and never approached her. Just decided to make a binder about her. Oh my god. <laughs> and then not- he, he, like, stopped looking into her, like, caring as much after a few months. And then they met and then didn't tell her about it. And then she- and I was like, bro. How is Alex turning out to be the most normal- Actually, no, that's a lie. Rye, Reese, whatever his name is. Reese is the more normal one. Christian's definitely the worst, that's for sure. Yeah, Reese is just, like, literally just Bridget's bodyguard. And the worst thing he's done is, like, he's killed one or two people before. But he did that because he was being a bodyguard slash a Navy SEAL. Eh, Okay, if I... I found out he worked for Christian Harper. I'm like, mm, you did some sus shit. You did some oh, sus yeah, shit. Because he also there's but a he didn't standoff shift towards Bridget. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. All the um, other guys there- have done sus shit towards their girls, except once again for Josh and Jules because those peaches don't have anything interesting about them. <laughs> yeah. So there's a standoff in the fourth book too, like a full like gun standoff. He tortures her stalker when they find him. It's 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 a thing. So how does she end up forgiving him for having the binder? Um oh, so she they're not friends, but she still let like she had a bodyguard more or less, but like he kept his distance, Brock. And she went to lunch with her family or something like that. There is a whole side plot line. And Brock gets drugged. And so does she. Um, and he, because he's her bodyguard, like, gets distracted. He's able to send out a text and she gets kidnapped by the stalker. Um, but because he sent out the text, they're able, like, they, he, Christian sends a cold black to his whole entire security force. And is like, fucking find my girl. <laughs> He's like, I don't care if we're not together. Fucking find her. I will murder anyone who is, yeah. like, a problem here. And so, 
she wakes up in like a cabin in the woods and hits her stalker who's like it, it connects to the story but irrelevant and he's like i'm in love with you i we're gonna live our life together you're tainted with your love for christian like i need you i need to fix you and we're gonna have a beautiful family like it's it's some oh psychotic God. shit like it's bad and he looks like he's going to rape her and they have like a whole entire like scene about all of it and when he comes and christian comes and saves her she's more or less like i don't like what you did but i am fully aware that you are not that because like you are not my stalker. You are nowhere near him. You yeah. do not act like him. So she, like, her trauma through getting kidnapped was like, yeah, no, yeah, no, I, guess, I like, forgive you because there's a, that, that, there's, a, there's a line and you didn't cross like that line. I feel like there's a difference between gathering information from someone from, like, yeah. following them every single day and following their every step and that's how you get your information versus, like, if you just work in security and you are able yeah. to get all the information off the internet without actually having to get close to that person it yeah. makes it, like, I don't know, like, a tiny bit better, I guess. Yeah, like, their stalker was sending her stuff. Like, it, she had been absent for two years, and then she posted Christian on her Instagram or something, and he goes, I told you to wait for me. Why didn't you wait for me? And, like, it, yeah. So she kind of realizes that Christian was not indeed doing that stuff. So he, in perspective still, compared to, like, some of them, wasn't the worst off, I guess. But she just has bad, like, she had trauma with a stalker, yeah. so him doing that obviously brought it back up mm -hmm. um, in the height of everything going on. So Yeah. Josh really has the least trauma out of every single character in this entire book series, but he will try to convince you that he has the most. Yeah. Um, and then there's an epilogue about all of them, and I didn't want to read it. I read it. I skipped it, because I was like, Ugh, gross. <laughs> Did Ava get pregnant? Ava, yeah, Ava's pregnant. But that was uh, in the fourth book, I, I think. Ava, Ava's pregnant, and then... Ava's pregnant in the fourth book? No, no, no. Okay, in the epilogue, Ava... No. In the I epilogue Ava... of this book, Ava and um, Alex get engaged. Okay, they're pregnant in the fourth book, I think. Oh no, maybe not. Um, maybe I at the end. I don't know. I would have loved to have seen pregnant Ava through, like... Alex's POV because that man Just was wait. probably so protective. So they end up having twins. Alex and her have twins, and it's a boy and a girl. And there's a cute scene with Alex in them and everything. And I'm like, oh, I love this so much. And then I think Bridget is currently pregnant, and and Jules and Josh are like, fuck that shit. Yeah, they say <laughs> that at the end of like this book too. And then, um. We get this is where I was like, oh, I don't like this anymore. Um, it's because she goes to the like kitchen with, or Stella goes to the kitchen with uh, Christian, and he's like, oh, do you want like a glass of wine or something? She's like, I can't, and I'm like, <laughs> why did you have to do it that way? <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? She's like, I can't have, I can't have alcohol. And he's like, does that mean I'm pregnant? <gasps> You're pregnant. And they're not yeah. even, like, and engaged then I, or anything, are they? No, I think they are. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure they're engaged at that point. I, I didn't read the rest of the epilogue. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, great, that's enough for me. The epilogue doesn't count. I read the book. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know what happens. That's that's great. He mm -hmm. proposes to her, I think, in Italy or something. Oh, cute. I don't know. They'd be traveling the world together, and it's kind of cute. They had a whole month in Italy in this book. They went to Hawaii together. 
that's the other thing i'm sorry i just keep i'm so wrapped up by this i fact of like Jules and Josh are just so poor compared to their friends. <laughs> and I'm like, could you imagine being that couple? The couple where your three other couple friends are all billionaires. And like they're doing billionaire shit things. And then you're over here and you're like, can I go in your private play with you? Yeah. Could I get yeah. box office seats with you? Could like the reason pay- Josh got yeah. financial relief is because Christian desperately wanted his mother's painting back and paid millions of dollars probably for it. Not millions, yeah. but like at least it a million It wasn't Christian who got the painting, was it? it? No. It was Dante. But Christian had Dante buy it with Christian's money. <laughs> oh. Oh, so it is Christian's mom's painting. It's just Dante's yeah. who bought it. Yeah. Christian and Dante it. are also like long-term best friends and then no one knew about it. <laughs> like that is well, his oldest friend. Christian and Dante? Yeah. Also, yeah, fun well, Dante fact, Christian was in grew up... It was, Christian, or Dante was in Christian's house when Jules went to ask for help. Yeah. And then, did Josh find out about Dante through Alex? Mm, I don't know. They don't go into specifics that I'm aware of. I, I think, feel like they I think someone reached lucid. out to him when he was trying to sell it, and, and they were like... Maybe. Well, Christian was following it. We talk about the art a lot in this book and the fourth book. And Christian was very, very much involved with the following of this art piece. Got it. So, and he did indeed grow up in a small town in Cal, not maybe a small town, but he grew up in a very basic suburban in California. Um, And then his parents, his dad died because of the police and then his mom killed himself because she was so in love with him. And Josh and left would probably again. still say he has more trauma. Yeah. That man, he is rushing to the next adrenaline high he can get at any second. Because being just door to door with death at all times by seeing his sister almost drown and seeing his mom just commit suicide and work in the ER, he has so much trauma. I mean, okay, everyone has trauma, but in com- if we're comparing him, his it's just life no one to the compares, rest of them. No one complains about their trauma as much as Josh does, and compared to everybody else in this book, yeah. he has the least. Yeah, if we're if we're comparing trauma, which we shouldn't, he has the least, and uh, nothing significant except for betrayals. He has really bad trust issues, which is valid, yeah, he has really. trust issues, and then he's just seen a lot of people that he cares about close to death. Which, yes, can fuck with a person. But I just don't... You being the person that's close to death. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like if everybody else in life is over it, (laughs) maybe you should try to get over it, too. Everyone's trauma is valid. Yes. Except for Josh Chun's. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like him. I don't either. I really don't. He had me going for a little bit there, but not for a yeah. long time. Uh, give me one second, because I have some other quotes where I was like... Oh, this is the one that made me... I was like, stop yearning. I feel it so much. And it's him going... This is his thoughts. She was beautiful in a way that made me want to drown in her. To let her fill every inch of my soul until she fucking consumed me it didn't matter if it killed me because in the world where i was surrounded by death she was the only thing that made me feel alive and i was like oh, that's cute oh, i like you here there's this a uh, little middle part of the it. book 
I want to just talk about one of my quotes as well, but I'll just give context to it real quick. There's a little middle part in this book where they go to Eldoria or whatever to go to Bridget's and Rise or Reese's wedding. And while they're there, Joel meets this famous soccer player named Ash Donovan. And then Josh ends up being jealous as fuck about mm-hmm. um, him. There's one point where it's a, now that she was finally free, she was flirting with Ash fucking Donovan. I don't fucking think so. And my note to that was, if it's wrong to love jealous men, then take me to jail now. <laughs> oh my god, they're all so possessive, but I love it. Uh, yeah, I I I like a protective and possessive and jealous man. Uh, cough the fact that, sorry, again, Christian Harper literally murdered a guy for groping. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, this is toxic, but I like it. <laughs> my last funny note. They watch Finding Nemo in this book. Like, they're trying to, like, figure out how, like, what... They have, like, sex. It was the first time after they do their little, like, not friends with benefit pack. But it's a rainstorm. And Josh is like, I'm an ER doctor. Do you know how many people get injured driving in the rain? You're not going anywhere. So she stays over. (laughs) Huh? I said, okay, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so she ends up staying over and they watch a movie and they end up watching Finding Nemo and it ends up being like Josh is like oh I used to watch this movie all the time with my mom da, 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 da. and I just put it in all caps I said no not another book or Finding Nemo is important <laughs> all I want to know is not all I want to know please for the love of God stop writing about Finding Nemo yes anyone no not that it's a bad movie it's a good movie but let's write about Mulan. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the generational trauma in that movie. I do have one books. last question. Answer. Does Alex fix any problem in the fourth book? Because Alex fixes the problem in all three of the other books for the most part. I know that Christian uh, has a big part in fixing part of the problem in the third book. But Alex also fixes part of the problem. And Alex... then Alex fixed the problem for Rye and... God, I keep saying Rye. I don't know why. Because like, I'm thinking of yeah. Because I'm thinking of Rye San. Uh, we sand. <laughs> whatever. Oh, sorry. Anyway, Alex. <laughs> I can't remember exactly how he does it, but Alex fixes the problem for the queen. And what Reese. happens in that book? Because the only thing I remember is I'm fucking in the library. The only thing I remember about the plot is that her brother abdicates, so then she has to become the queen oh yeah and she had already kind of started a relationship with reese at that point and then she was like well we can't do this because you're not royal family da 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 yeah yeah and then like somebody was like blackmailing her or something and then there was something about like uh i i just remember thinking reese was gonna end up being famous because like his dad or something like do you remember her uncle her weird uncle who had like a what? second didn't cousin they or think something? they thought they were related or something yeah. like that and their yeah. stepbrothers or step-somethings. Yeah, yeah that was not. weird because they were thought it was ancestral for a second. Yeah, year. but then at the beginning, not the beginning of this book, but in this book when they go to the wedding, they she does this whole thing where she was like, Bridget ab- rather abdicated and she was supposed to marry a royal, but she changed the law just so she could have her happy ending. And I was like, I don't remember that part, but okay. Yeah, I don't... Another thing. It was very Princess Diaries, I think. Yeah. Something I hate about these books and how she writes, there's, especially in this book, I can't remember if it was this bad in the first two, there's a lot of italicis, and the italicis are, like, 
past conversations, past thoughts, things like that. There are yes. so many times in the book where there is an analysis of a conversation we literally just had 10 pages ago. And I was like, yeah. you do not need to tell us the entire conversation again. I understand the emphasis on it and, like, the fact that they're, like, the females are rethinking the scenario that just happened. But, like, the, to the extent, we don't need it. Like, she yeah. does go in, into the whole entire conversation again. Like, just the line or something, I get. Like, I like that he, he like, she, mm-hmm. like, every now and then, like, so- in Jules' point of view was, like, um, how does it feel to be lied to? And then, like, italicized. But, like, the whole conversation, Why? Like, okay, like, look at this. This is a really good example. This is when they just beat up Max, and then they're talking about Jules, and Alex gives the whole, like, well, you were a bitch kind of thing. It's literally, like, look, I'm on this page, like, my highlighted this page, and then that page is the second part of the highlighted, okay? It it literally goes like this. I don't have to tell you what the realization is. Um, Alex said, you're smart enough to figure it out. But according to you, she didn't tell you earlier because she was afraid of how you react. She didn't uh, think you'd take her side. Now tell me, how did you react when she finally told you? They go through, he like talks more about it. The next page, it's still the same chapter, literally a page next. It's Mm -hmm. just, I'd never heard Alex utter so many words in such a short time. I would have been more stunned if I had not been busy replaying them in my mind. Italicized. She didn't tell you earlier because she was afraid of how do you react. Now tell me, how did you react? I tilt my head back and squeeze my eyes shut. Oh, fuck. What the hell have I done? I'm like, we literally just got that paragraph like a second ago. You do not need to keep giving it to us. We are not dumb as readers. We can make inferences. Yeah, that's it for me. Um, I I just want to apologize. I'm not apologizing. If you guys made it this far, appreciate it. Uh, This was all over the place so <laughs> i i'm fully aware we just fucking threw everything at you guys so this if you're still a, here like a candid how we would actually discuss books together yeah um this is this is the pure <laughs> aspect of us having one-way conversations with each other because this is what we do um and just jumping literally all over the place so like i said if you made it this far thank you for being a true fan mm-hmm. truly we appreciate you guys still very much. You have anything else to say? Uh, follow us on Instagram at the Book Binge Pod, and follow us on TikTok at the Book Binge. Uh, give, give us, us a, rating. a like, give us a rating, uh, give us a review. a five star review on. You can give us ratings on Spotify if you listen to us there, and you can also give us ratings on Apple Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Um, follow us on Instagram, like I said. Follow us on TikTok. We have Goodreads if you want to see us read. Mm-hmm. I have really funny reviews on there if you like to read reviews. We're hoping to put out an episode soon on Alexander Bracken's new book, uh, The Silver in Bone, I think it's called. The Silver bone is- in the Bone. The Silver in the Bone. Yeah, if you want to read a bunch of new books coming out, I made a reel about some good ones, fantasy and romance. We got some new books coming out this year that are good as shit. If you're a Sarah J. Moss fan and you didn't already know this, Crescent City has a new book coming out in January of next year. Mm-hmm. So yes, it is The sil- Silver and the Bone. Um, we're hoping to read that within... It comes out beginning of April. We're hoping to read it within April, May. We'll, we'll see- give it to you by before June. 
Hey, that's a good time frame. Before my yeah. birthday. There we okay, go. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. So, thank you guys. And we'll see y'all next week, hopefully. Bye. We will see you okay, next we week. We will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>